wonderful people of the internet. I hope that you're doing well. I am so glad you're here. Hello, pals. My name is Finn. I use they, them, and he, him pronouns. I'm so happy you're here. I am a non-binary, queer, transgender, who knows what person. I am just so thankful you're here. And as I'm talking about this week, you welcome to this composed mess. Um, I guess just dive in right in, right, a little bit, is that there wasn't a podcast episode last week. So if you are looking and you're like, why was there a jump, a skip, a hop? Also, why is there a podcast episode today when Finn said that there wouldn't be one? Well, we're going to dive all into that. Um, I guess the whole entire topic of this week is just going to be when it rains, it pours, because really when life throws things at you, life throws things at you. Um, It's gotten to the point of the list of things is like comical, but I am sitting in my apartment right now in our living room on the floor with no furniture. Um, One of my roommates is moving in this week. The other one is at work currently, so I figured now's a good time to record. I'm recording this on Sunday the 13th at 9 o'clock at night. Um, And I'm going to give you a little bit of the scoop of what's going on, but before what's going on with me, um, sit on down. Please know that this is a one-sided FaceTime call, so although I would love to say, how are you doing? Let's do a check-in. I don't really have the, you know, the means to hear what's going on, but I hope as you are doing homework or as you're settling in or you're driving to or from work or, you know, it's summertime, so maybe you're just hanging out. I am so happy you're here. I am so happy that you turned this podcast on, that you decided to chat with me, listen to me rant. Um, And without further ado, you're listening to this composed mess and let's get started. So um, life hasn't really gone the way that I thought it was going to go. So I guess where to dive in, what's going on. So if you haven't listened to podcast episodes, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm happy you're here. Um, the title of this episode is probably going to be something along the lines of when it rains, it pours, because really when some one thing happens, it just trickles and trickles and keeps going and going, and then it keeps pouring rain on you, um, and you can't get away from the one thing because it becomes 20 things. So in summary, I'm Finn. I moved from Chicago to Orlando a week ago yesterday. So it's been eight days of living in, you know, the Orlando area. I wasn't going to be super like specific on my location, but then I realized I announced I got my job back at Walt Disney World and people started to figure out where the heck I was. So without further ado, I moved. I moved eight days ago. And if we look at the things that happened in the span of the past eight days, it's kind of comical, but also just to give you kind of a reason to why there wasn't a podcast episode last week. Um, So I thought that I was still going to be able to record that Saturday or, you know, that Sunday. And um, that's not how life really went. I moved that Friday Me and my mother left at 5 a.m. bright and early, and granted, I could have, you know, made the podcast episode a couple days before that, but I was moving, and I was packing, and I was getting out of not the best living environment that I can talk about a little bit more freely now that I don't live there, Uh, and I was just ready to go, and my brain was other places trying to, you know, spend time with my brother before I left, and... I, I wasn't in the mental headspace to record a podcast, but I knew I was like, I'll just record it when I move in on Sunday when I, my mom leaves and it'll be great. Well, uh, let's just say that we left at 5 a.m. on Friday and we didn't get to Florida till 2 a.m. We drove straight through. We took no breaks. We thought we would get there in 17 hours and it took about 21 to 22, yeah, 21 hours to get um, to Florida. It was a miserable drive, and let's just say I also brought my cat with me. So we did a 21-hour road trip with my cat in the car the entire time, and my cat refused to use the litter box. This is important to note for a later story. Uh, 
So I knew she wasn't feeling well. I knew that we weren't feeling well. We get to the hotel room. It's 2 a.m. You know, I let my cat out. She's fine. She's cuddling with us. She's loving. She's so happy to be out of the cage. And we took her out of the cage while we were traveling too. Like she sat on her lap. We offered her food. We offered her water. We offered her litter. She just was not interested. And so I knew that Saturday morning we were going to move in at like 8 a.m. Because me and my mom wanted to be able to go shopping at Costco and other places to be able to get groceries because she was leaving earlier in the morning on Sunday. So (laughs) Saturday was a crazy busy day. Um, We kept my cat in the hotel room because it was much safer for her than like bringing her back to the apartment. And then if I decided to move back with my mom for the night to spend the last night with her in the hotel, etc. So um, in the span of that like short amount of time, we got up at 8 a.m., we're moving everything in, we went to Costco, we went to Home Goods, we went to TJ Maxx, we went to Target, we came back to my apartment. Then we hit hunger. Okay, no one wants to be hungry in Lake Buena Vista, Disney World, Florida on a Saturday night in June without a dining reservation. So me and my mom are not not doing great. We're hungry. We're tired. We're cranky. We've had long, long days. My mom's amazing. I will speak on my behalf that I was cranky. And we drove one place and they told us it was going to be a 35 minute wait. And I was like, we should just wait. My mom, bless her soul, doesn't know the situation that if we go to a different restaurant, it's going to be a wait there, there, there. We just have to wait it out somewhere. So let's just say that in an hour and a half, we drove to six dining reservation places that all wanted reservations that we didn't have. So we drove to six different restaurants. Um, An hour and a half later, we went to an Italian restaurant. We made a reservation online. We got there. It wasn't the best food. We get home to our hotel room. We watch Moxie. We wake up the next day. I go to breakfast with my mom. My mom helps me move my, like, move odds and ends in, drive her to the airport, okay? I sob my blindy eyes out. I just sob. Um, Me and my mother are really close no matter what's happened in life. I adore my mom with my whole entire heart. And so uh, having to drop your mom off and not knowing when you're going to see her again isn't the greatest thing. Um, and so I cried a lot. I came back to the apartment where my roommate was here already. So I was trying to keep my stuff together, but I also knew that I was like falling apart (laughs) and I was not doing well. Um, and I was trying to keep it together and I was talking to my partner, Lily, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom recording a podcast episode (laughs) because I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I couldn't stop crying. I felt lonely. I realized, oh my God, I moved across the country and although I have you know a friend or two here like I don't have a backup plan I don't have my mom or dad to just you know reach out to which I've had my whole life um and had them at least be less than five hours away even when I moved out of the house and so I was feeling really alone and that's kind of the beginning of those emotions while I'm also going through a second puberty really openly Um, it's been month one on testosterone and I can say that out loud now. Um, I've been on a really low dose of tea for a month officially today and I feel amazing. Um, but I'm going through puberty again and I've had to keep my emotions quiet in my household for the whole month of transition care. 
Um, and so I think I just kind of hit the wall of like, I could feel these emotions and openly talk to them about my, like with my roommate. And I was just feeling a lot of freedom, but also a lot of fear all at the same time. And I wanted to share that little bit um, because I feel like a lot of people when they move and they leave, you know, an environment that loves them, but doesn't support them in the ways that they want to be supported. Um, it's very freeing to get out of that environment, but it's also terrifying. Um, relationships with families are very tricky and I'm not going to give, you know, the, the details to my entire <laughs> family hierarchy or dynamic, but it was, it was a lot for me to, um, let go and see kind of walk into the airport and see walk away. And so then we're going to just talk more on when it rains, it pours. So I know I talked about saying bye to my mom. Um, so at this point, it's Monday, you know, I'm taking my roommate to do things. And then Tuesday hits and that's my official day of onboarding where I go to my new job and I take a background check and, you know, do all this paperwork, etc. And I'm not feeling the best. Let's just say I woke up and threw up. Um, you, a lot of times on hormones, uh, your body freaks out. And, you know, I am chronically nauseous or chronically not hungry or chronically want to eat everything in front of me. It just depends. Sometimes what happens to me is I will be super duper hungry I go through a drive-thru, and once the food is in my hands, I don't want to eat it. Now, to anyone listening, they probably think I sound insane, but I know there's someone out there that is transitioning, going through transition care, or just taking testosterone, or taking a hormone that's like, yes, I understand what you're going through. Um, so I was right around that time, and I had to get to onboarding, um, and the entire time I was there, I just felt incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, I started to recognize that like I'm in Florida. Um, I've had, you know, already two or three situations of people staring and not like me being paranoid, like, oh my God, they're looking, like people genuinely looking at me, looking at me and not being able to figure it out. I've heard, uh, the F-A-G word muttered underneath the man's breath when he's been with his girlfriend. Um, I've had people even on D-I-S-N-E-Y property look at me really uncomfortably and I just, I started to realize, like, I'm passing as maybe, you know, a cis man, a man, quote unquote, but I don't want to be that. <laughs> um, but I also don't want to be defined as a female. And so that started to hit me a lot of realizing how apparent that is and people not really understanding it um, really sucked. And so I was already feeling insecure. Um and when I went to do my paperwork, in summary, I got my name tag as Finn, which we can all celebrate. But I just had two or three really uncomfortable situations of, like, people not wanting to maybe put my name tag as what it was. Um, and I've talked to multiple people that have experienced this. And then um, once you say, hi, I'm trans, it's a whole different conversation. And you shouldn't have to out yourself to someone to explain why your name is different than what it says on your ID. Because people that aren't trans can change their name. Um... But that was number one. Number two was <laughs> um, my cat that Tuesday after onboarding. Onboarding is at 9 a.m. I come home from my apartment and my cat has not taken a shit since we left on Friday. 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's Tuesday, pals. There's nothing in her litter box besides, you know, big clumps of pee. Um, and I go, oh my God, I have to take my catch with that. And when you move, yes, you do financially plan for things to happen. You just don't think it's all going to happen the first week you move into a new place. (laughs) You know, I don't, I'm so grateful that I had a family member and my mom that, um, helped with furniture and helped me get settled. And I'm incredibly thankful for that, but it doesn't change the fact that, um, yeah, it's, it's not great. And so I call a vet. They don't answer. I call the vet again. They don't answer. I call a different vet. They answer. They put Spencer on the schedule, Dr. Spencer Reed, um, on the schedule for 3.30. So I'm at home. I'm waiting and waiting, hoping she goes to the bathroom. And she's just, it's not happening. She's not going. Um, and I'm patiently waiting, and it's still not happening. So I decide I have to take Dr. Spencer Reed to the vet. And we get to the vet. And I don't know who the vet is. I've never talked to the vet. I didn't do much research. I saw five, I literally saw 4.8 and then five stars on Facebook reviews. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to take Spencer here. So we get there. They take Spencer. Um, That tech comes out, talks to me about what's going on, wants to communicate like, hey, what's going on with Spencer? Can you tell me a little bit more about the situation? Talk to me about the move. Talk to me about the medication she was taking that, you know, eased anxiety in the move, uh, sleeping, etc. And then about five minutes later, (laughs) this super sweet, um, very queer man comes out and I say that because he had a whole conversation with me um to me about his partner and his three cats at home etc and pride month and liking the sticker on my jeep that's a rainbow flag etc and so he starts talking to me he goes but beforehand before I worry you about your cat she's okay but your cat is so beautiful he spends a good minute talking to me about how cute my cat is and I'm like can you please just tell me what you have to do with my cat like I know this is southern hospitality and you're being really sweet but like I'm paranoid about my cat can we please just dive into like what's going on about my cat um so Spencer had to um get you know an initial vet visit which cost something Then Spencer had to get an IV of fluids because she was so dehydrated. Great. Then she had to get an enema. I'm not going to explain it. Y'all can look it up if you want to. I highly tell you not to. I'm encouraging you to not look up what an enema is. But she had to get one, okay? So she came back. Oh, there's there's Spencer right now just straight vibing on the couch. Um, (laughs) She looked at me and said, sorry, um, sorry. You know, this composed mess. I'm not going to filter myself. So anyway, I get Spencer. And, um, they told me that she was going to be leak. Yeah. I'm not going to go too much into it. Let's just say that that Tuesday night was a lot. Um, she wasn't doing great. Um, she slowly started going to the bathroom more and more. So I already have this big vet bill in front of me that I'm like, okay, well, that's what credit cards are for. They limit, they upgraded my credit limit by quite a hefty amount right when I moved down here, which is a terrible thing that they could do because now I'm like credit card. No, absolutely not. But besides the point. So Spencer had to go to the vet. The next day, okay, it's it's Wednesday, um, and I wake up in the morning, and I sit out on my deck, and I open my MacBook, and the whole entire screen of my MacBook is just a hot mess. Um, the corner, the bottom left-hand corner cracked in two places, and so it just had all of these, like, you know vintage old-fashioned tv like lines through it It was freaking out it wouldn't function it wouldn't let me it wouldn't do anything it was just flashing 
Um, and you know what I didn't do when I got this MacBook in January, January of 2021, this year, beginning of this year, new MacBook for, you know, grad school I thought I was going to continuously attend. I didn't get the Apple Care. I didn't get Apple Care. It's like I didn't have it on my last computer. It was fine. I don't need Apple Care. Granted, yes, this computer is six months, you know, less than six months, but I'm like, it should be covered under warranty. I'm still sobbing because this is week one of move. I know that I'll have a podcast coming out in a couple days and I know that I'm, you know, need a computer for everything else. Don't have a lot of my documents printed on my computer. They're saved to my computer. I know I haven't backed up my computer. Maybe that's something people do before they move. I did not. Okay. I am a 24, 23, about to be 24 year old adult that's trying to keep it together. Okay. So we go to the Apple store, me and my roommate, God bless Cricket for coming. Um, and we, uh, stand in front of the Apple Genius, and this man looks at me and says, well, um, because it's two cracks in the corner, not just one, it might not be covered under warranty, so I'm gonna give you a heads up that it'll be $587. <laughs> Sir, what? <laughs> huh? What? excuse me, what did you say? I just had to pay a vet bill and now you're telling me what? This is all within 48 hours? I'm confused. What are you talking about? Huh? Do you want to repeat yourself? And he looks at me and I flat out tell him, I'm like, what? How much is it going to be? He's like, yeah, it's probably going to be about $600. And I was like, I just got a huge vet bill. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I hope your cat's okay. (laughs) I'm like, she's, my beautiful roommate just goes, well, She is now because literally the second Spencer came back from the vet, she was eating, she was drinking, she started using the litter box again, like a completely normal cat. So that's kind of the running joke in the apartment. He tells me that he can send the computer for free and pray that it gets proved for warranty. And if not, they'll ship it back. So I'm just saying a prayer. I check my email every day. Plot twist. I got my computer back faster than I thought. We're not going to dive into too much more. Um... But when the universe does one thing, it continues to do others, okay? So the day that I send my computer out to Apple Care, I don't have a computer, I'm feeling vulnerable, I just paid for the vet bill, paid for an Apple Care bill. Um, We're going to talk about it really, really lightly because we can laugh about it now. Um, But, you know, I also want to share it in being completely transparent of when it rains, it pours, and also, like, dive into the fact that... um, I know as the person I am and the person that people, you know, watch on social media, watch on, um, you know, the platform that I have, a lot, a lot of people put really unrealistic expectations on me and I used to put unrealistic expectations on myself and they don't. And so sometimes it's like kind of comical to watch like the expectations you guys have for me or the things you guys think I am and I'm not. So we'll dive into it. So, um, I'm not perfect plot twist. And a big, a big part of that is not always being the best partner. And so me and my partner have been together for eight months. Yeah, about to be eight months. Um, and with that comes a lot of difficulties in the fact that if you have followed our love story, followed our story, um, and you know, my relationship, I, we keep a lot more private than people think we do. And so a lot of people think like, oh my God, you met on TikTok, you're absolutely in love, life's perfect. We've only been able to be together for less than 30 days of our entire relationship physically because my partner lives in the UK, I live in the US, 
the U.S. citizens can enter the U.K. with a strict quarantine. U.K. citizens can't enter the U.S. I have a new job. I can't quarantine and be in the U.K. for more than, you know, a week. Now it's required to be two, etc. So there's distance in between us that's very difficult. There's also a time sh- time difference that's very difficult. Um, and I like to share that we're not perfect. And while I'm going through puberty, I am irritable, um, tired, <laughs> lethargic, not motivated. Um, it for sure can do a lot to if you have underlying you know, mental health, etc. And I don't mean to deter anyone from doing anything with their body. Those are your personal decisions, but per se. And let's say that my partner and I thought that, you know, it was the wrong, (laughs) thought it was wrong time with the right person and that we would, we should take a stop. Um, This was about two hours after I got back from the MacBook store, (laughs) the MacBook store, the Apple store. Um, And I just, I want to say that if you I am so thankful for my healthy relationship and the fact that um, although you might not want to support your partner in that decision, if that is something your partner is communicating to you, all I can do is love them enough to give them the space and the mental clarity to make that decision and they will either come back regretting that decision, they will come back later happy they made that decision, but ready to come back, or they might not come back, right? Those are the risks that you take in any such, like, relationship anyway. Um, even with marriage, like, yes, you have a partner. Yes, you've committed to each other for life, but, like, not all marriages work out. And so that lasted less than 48 hours. Um, but I just, there was so much going on in this tiny period of a week of move-in Plot twist, I haven't even started my first actual day of working for my new job, for this company. Um, All of this has happened before work has even started. And so I'm feeling incredibly overwhelmed, incredibly thankful um, to have the support system I do that I'm still motivated to stay here. But also there's a lot of like inner anxiety of like, did I do the right thing by being here? Am I making the right decision? Should I be doing something else, etc. And so I just wanted to communicate that, you know, when it rains, it pours and life's not always going to go the way that we'd like it to. <laughs> um, there's a lot of times that I tell myself that life's, you know, doing better than it is. Um, and I just, I roll with it. I think the biggest thing I've learned is that, you know, it's, as John Green says, as I made a TikTok about this, um, from the book Paper Towns, you know, it's so hard to leave until you leave, and then it's the best goddamn thing you've ever done in the world, um, and I, the past month to two months, I'd say the past three months, um, have been the worst months of my life, and it's been so frustrating to I don't want to say frustrating, but it's been frustrating. Honestly, who are we kidding? It's been really frustrating to watch social media think that, you know, I'm blossoming as I'm going through this transition and falling in love with my body and, you know, coming out to people as trans and, you know, learning about my identity more and my sexuality and, you know, labels and fluidity and 
people view that as like, oh my God, this person has to be so happy. Like, look at them grow. So many people are so kind. They comment like, oh my God, the, the vo- vocal changes. Um, imagine being in an environment that has supported your sexuality, but the second gender identity comes into play, um, they can't wrap their head around it. And it starts to hit that wall of like, well, you can support part of me, but not all of me. So that's not really supporting me. You can love me, but you can't say you support me in the ways that I need to be supported in making me feel valid and fear mongering me into being scared of taking a hormone um, in telling me, you know, in, in getting confidence to tell you about a name change and not honoring it. That's really difficult. And when it comes from people that you've loved for so long and have a long relationship with, it's incredibly difficult, let alone it's also hard to have your brain convince you that you are valid because the people that you think love you so dearly and deeply and know you the best don't support the decisions you're making. And that's something I've dove into when it comes to religious deconstruction. Um, But trauma and experiences that lead to, you know, these types of reactions are things uh, that are what I was experiencing. Um, And the world was watching me blossom and grow and feel confident and make these videos about how excited I was. Um, But I couldn't feel safe in the decisions that I made. In watching people around me consume media that was telling them um, that a trans woman isn't a woman. In trying to come to terms with the person I am and be proud of it and not have anyone around me in my living situation besides, you know, one person feel proud. Um, And I just, I'm so thankful. And if my brother is watching this, I love you so much, Damon. I'm so thankful for him. Um, when sitting with me and going through this and honoring the name change right away and being my brother and letting me, no matter what, be his sister um, and understanding that I don't want that to change, even if pronouns, even if names change. Um, And I don't want to get crazy emotional because that's, I mean, I know my podcast is about being unfiltered and being, you know, messy when you try to be composed, but... uh, I think something I wanted to address is that while, you know, all these things were happening this week, I was also coming to terms with the fact of um, things I've realized have been traumatic for a long period of time that I've pushed away and acted like we're normal. Did you know (laughs) Um, you're not supposed to, you know, it's not quote unquote normal. I don't want to say normal. I hate that word. Um, But I flinch when the door opens when my front door opens and no, my roommates don't, um, that's associated with something else. And I think there's just little things that I'm learning more and more about myself. And while I'm so excited and proud of the person I am, it was really difficult. Um, there's a reason I kept saying my stuff. It was because I knew that Not everyone in my immediate circle was going to be okay with me taking things. Plot twist. Um, I have changed a lot in this month. (laughs) Um, A lot, a lot of things that, you know, 
you get that paper, you talk to your doctor about it, a doctor about it, and they're like, okay, this is going to happen in about three months. This is going to happen in about three months. This is going to happen in about a month. Uh, a lot of the six-month things are happening now. And I know I'm small. I know that the dosage I'm on is correct for my body size, but we had a whole conversation about, like, changes can happen faster because I'm small. I'm on half of the lowest dose I could be taking. Um, but it made it really difficult to keep it a secret because my body was changing. My face changed within, like, a week. My voice is changing. It, it comes and goes. Um, and I was just feeling really scared every day to recognize that I'm so excited about the body I'm looking at in the mirror, but other people in my immediate circle wouldn't approve of this. So how do you go about celebrating those things when you don't feel safe? Um, and that's something that I know so many people in the LGBTQ community experience every single day, which is why I want to talk about it, why I want to address it. Um, but it's something that's not talked about enough. It's something that's not addressed enough. And so I want to share that. Um, and we can dive a lot into it if people want to dive into it. There's plenty of things that um, I'd love to talk about more. But this isn't going to be a really long episode. I really just want to talk about the fact that when life um, gives you one thing, it gives you a lot. And I want to be transparent and open about the fact that these next couple weeks are going to be really rough and I'm working about 60 hours a week <laughs> and um, I'm cognizant to the fact that I'm going to be exhausted and burnt out and I just want to thank y'all for being patient with me. If you're listening to this podcast episode, it means you don't hate me completely for not having one last week, but life's a lot messier than what you see online. There's a lot of depth to every person that you might not always see. Or when people are being transparent and, like, vulnerable, quote-unquote, on social media, that doesn't mean that you know them completely. It's, it's very uncomfortable um, to have people that reach out wanting to be my friend, but, like, they don't give any information about themselves because it's like, well, I know that you know things about me. I'm flattered, but I know nothing about you. Like, you're just a stranger on the internet and, um... I just, I need people to be aware that I have a lot of things going on and I'm not the perfect person that people see. I'm very proud of the person I am. I know I'm great. I know I'm worthy of love. I know that I am growing and I am the best version of myself I've ever been. But that doesn't mean that there isn't room for improvement. It doesn't mean that there's trauma and that there's things I need to process. It doesn't mean I don't have a beautiful relationship with my partner, but it doesn't mean that we're perfect. Um... It doesn't mean that I don't financially struggle because you see photos of me with something, quote unquote, that you think costs $50, right? Like, it's just, I promise that what you see online is not the whole picture. It doesn't mean it's not the truth. You know, social media can be fake, but it doesn't mean that everything you see is fake. It just means that, you know, the whole picture is not in front of you. And if you want, you know, I think that that's important to know. So... I hope that was a beautiful one-sided FaceTime call for you of me continuously talking. Uh, my throat is completely gone. It is very hard to talk for long periods of time. But I want you all to know that I appreciate y'all. I hope you have a great week. I'm so thankful for you. The podcast is continuing. I promise it's not going anywhere. Thank you for being patient with me. Um, you are so loved. You are so adored. I got your back. 
please know that if life's throwing things at you, it's so lame to say it gets better, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's all a moment in your life. It's just a moment. It's just a pause. It's just an explanation point or a question mark or a period in your sen- the sentence of the book. Okay? It'll, it'll keep going on. It, it will. Okay? Don't let it be a period, please. Let's keep it going. You're beautiful. I adore you all. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to This Composed Mess. My name is Finn. I am a non-binary queer person, and I am thankful that you are here. Have a good week, my dudes, my pals, my friends. Bye.